0: Hey guys, welcome to the No Decision Podcast. And I know what you're saying. Who is this guy? Uh, But it is me, Joy. Uh, No, no, no. They know who this is. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. So yeah, uh, Wes is actually uh, with me. uh, But tonight I will be starting uh, covering the first two rounds. Are you ready, Wes? Ding, ding. Okay. First round, we finally got it, Wes. That whole shenanigan that we were doing last week. Wasn't really worth it because th- literally the next day we got the news, AJ fury signed, sealed, delivered.
1: Thoughts. Yes, sir. Thoughts? Yes, sir. I mean, I think we're Owen two when it comes to skirmishes. <laughs> so, uh, for those listening on the West and Joy show network. Um, we also run another podcast called the run it back podcast. Hmm. And we talked about, or I talked about a story where I was arguing with joy over Max Verstappen and Charles Leclerc, only to be outdone by someone named George Russell. (laughs) And last week we had a skirmish over whether AJ should be taken seriously and whether, you know, this means anything and, you know, all this stupid stuff only for us to be like, oh, it's happening now. (laughs)
0: Mm.
1: So no more, no more, no more swimming on the beach and uh, having a little layer there, Tyson.
0: Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, yeah, like you said, West, like you know, bringing
1: lube, maybe. Sorry, <laughs> Sorry
0: Well, yeah, that's 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 a, that's an essential, right? That's one of his GQ essentials, so he needs it. <laughs> uh, but uh, I mean, yeah. So I think you know, Tyson Fury will start taking this seriously um, when it kind of gets near that. Um, I'm pretty sure AJ is in the gym already. Um, just it doesn't seem like he, there's not a day that doesn't go by where he's not in the gym. Uh, but yeah, also, uh, this, you know, rumor has it, it's going to be held in Abu Dhabi, not Abu Dhabi, in uh, the Saudi Arabia, Yeah, Saudi Arabia. Yeah. I mean, how do we feel about that? Wes? It's not. I <laughs> like it. I like
1: it. Absolutely. That's supposed to be the fight of 2021, right? Yeah. Absolutely. And you know, this could be the fight that brings all the boxing fans together. It doesn't matter if you are a full on, old school, hmm. you know, hit and not get hit kind of guy or a let's go throw three hundred punches in a uh in a round. Not that, that <laughs> those are realistic numbers, but you get what I'm trying to say. Right, right. Um, this is the fight that'll bring everyone together, a big mega fight, you know, in a place that bleeds money, um, <laughs> no pun intended. All right. Um and you know it's basically two of the biggest names in the sport not named canelo alvarez
0: absolutely absolutely yeah i completely agree with you right we we've spoken about like how big aj and tyson fury's name have become not only that but they these two are the kings in the heavyweight division right which back then you know boxing's heavyweight division was the crown jewel um and now it seems as though we're finally getting the fight that we want right Uh, i guess the next step is to get bud versus spence but yeah that'll be a whole nother conversation when it does happen right so yeah
1: bud versus spence and everybody versus everybody
0: in 168 (laughs) yeah absolutely so yeah (laughs) so yeah i mean boxing now has a lot more talent and it feels like uh it's growing every single day. So uh, I'm glad. And hopefully we get the popularity to rise as well. Right. So yeah. Uh, Any more thoughts, Wes, AJ Fury.
1: Set the location, set the
0: prices. (laughs) I was actually about to, I forgot to mention, uh, ask you Wes, if this is going to be held in Saudi Arabia, we would, we would have to like stay up or like wake up early. Right. To kind of watch this fight. I I mean, I'll, I, imagine I don't it's know about
1: early. Right? Right. I would probably say like around, well, so for, for our listeners, we are located in the Midwest of the United States. So think Chicago, hmm. Illinois. And for us, generally, those fights for like AJ and, um, you know, those fight like Fight Island for UFC, those are usually like uh, a little bit earlier in the day. Right. So like in the afternoon, Right. right. I think. And I, I forgot the when was the last time I watched the
0: fight at Fight Island, but, um, yeah, I think it was- One like, of AJ's fights, right? It was held- No, up. Fight Island's UFC. Oh, oh, okay, okay. No, no, but, but I'm saying, um, like, you you asked, like, when's the last time you saw- uh... Yeah,
1: but when I- Yeah, the last time I watched AJ, I had to, like, have, uh, the stream running since, like, 10 in the morning.
0: Yeah, yeah, okay.
1: And, you know, Matchroom, Matchroom literally will throw, like, a whole thing. <laughs> right, right. Like, you're gonna be there the whole day, basically. <laughs> right, absolutely. But, um, yeah- and i would assume so that it would be like a earlier fight or mm. if they just like make them fight in the day which is which would not be a good idea because then it'll be freaking hot
0: yeah absolutely but
1: i would imagine that yeah it would be like nighttime in diria and then like it would be like in the afternoon here in the united states so, like you know 12 1 2 3 central time so that's like 4 p.m eastern uh you know 10 11 12 one in, 1 in the afternoon on the pacific coast. So yeah, I mean it would be an early day at the office for us if that happens, joy.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So yeah. Uh there you guys have it. Um AJ and Fury is signed. Let's let's just get it on, right? Um it probably yeah, it'll probably be the biggest boxing fight um that's ever made if the fans are, you know, kind of allowed to go into the gate but uh yeah we'll see so let's move on to round two uh canelo versus billy joe saunders right so these two have been kind of taking a jab uh well Billy joe saunders more uh but they've been kind of taking jabs at each other saying you know who's the who's the best middleweight fighter in boxing but you know, it's announced, and uh, some, you know, small details here that saying that it could take place in Dallas uh, in front of fans, right? So they might allow fans to watch this fight, which they should because it's a massive fight, especially with Canelo, right? He just draws a lot of fans, especially Mexican fans, right? So your thoughts, Wes?
1: Well, they drew fans in the last fight in Dallas, which is uh, Spence and Garcia. Garcia, right. Right, so there will be probably a bigger capacity, uh, given how um, vaccines are trying to be moved as quick as possible, and right. this that and the other. But yeah, no, I'm looking forward to May eighth. Um, this is the most active we've seen Canelo in a long time. <laughs> Nobody knows undecided upon who Billy Joe Saunders is. Right, and of course, this is some, this is part of a unification run for both guys. Hmm. So it would be interesting to see who's going to come out on top because um, they say that BJS is going to provide a bigger challenge than Callum Smith or whomever else in that division. So I don't know. But for me, we have to wait until they actually get in there.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And like you said, Wes, I I love that you pointed that out because Canelo is really active. Like it's only been what a month apart. Two months apart from like actually from his last fight, it's gonna be three, three months. Right, right. So I mean, so, for yeah. some fighters, that's an entire training camp there, right? So after the fight, he probably just jumped into the to the training camp for for Billy Joe Saunders, right? So, well, I get
1: is... yeah, I mean, when he, blown up, uh, <laughs> Callum Smith, he you you could say that he went back in there, and then yeah. you know, not too long after, he was fighting Anthony Yeldarim, right. Exactly. Which, right. uh, I mean, let's oh, not yeah. talk about that anymore. <laughs> but uh, other than the guy falling off his bike during the Jay Balvin concert, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and now he's going to do it again with uh Billy Joe Saunders, which is probably better than both of those two.
0: Do you think uh do you think it's still going to be Jay Balvin in the entrance or I mean, they're friends, right? Oh, okay. Okay. So,
1: I mean, granted, you know, these performances are not always the same. Right. Right. right? Like one one at one point uh, Floyd had Lil Wayne and then the next time it was Justin Bieber Justin all of a Bieber. sudden. So, you know, I mean, it can, it can happen. I forgot can about happen. that. I forgot Anything about that. Anything can happen. Anything can happen. So, you know, I'm not worried about the performance uh, of uh, before the fight. I'm more worried about the performance in the fight.
0: Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. And uh, I, I think um, you're also correct, Wes. I think Bill Joe Saunders is going to be a little bit more of a difficult um, task for Canelo. But I think we've also kind of shared, I mean, we've shared a lot about like our opinions on Canelo. We think he is the pound-for-pound king of the world. Uh, but yeah, I, I'm interested to see how good Bill Joe Saunders can be, because this is this is going to be his toughest test, right? Um, we've seen, we've talked about, we've spoken about Bill Joe Saunders before. Uh, we like him. I mean, I like him. Um, I think he's a pretty good fighter, but he still gets hit a lot, um, especially with if you are able to sneak a right hand with him, and that seems to be Canelo's favorite punch at the moment.
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, Billy Joe is more what from what I've seen, he seems to be more of a you know, fight me and I'll fight you back, yeah, yeah, yeah. kind of guy. While yeah. Canelo's more like, let me try and pick out whatever weakness I can see right away. Right. Capitalize and keep finding more as they come out there.
0: Hmm.
1: Um, But yeah, you know, styles make fights. You styles know, we don't fights. know, we don't know what's going to happen until they actually step in the ring. So like I said, uh, come May 8th, I'll be very excited. Uh Thankfully that will be a regular day at the office for us. Cause that is a local <laughs> time zone.
0: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And, and yeah, styles make fights Wes. right? That's why I'm more intrigued about, Canelo fighting Plant if it ever does happen, um, because the way I see it, Plant's style should fit more against Canelo. But yeah, Bill Joe Saunders is more about I'll stand with you if you stand like in the middle of the ring, which is dangerous against Canelo. But uh, yeah, any more thoughts, Wes, on Canelo BJS?
1: No, can't wait for it.
0: Yeah, okay, cool. So uh, we're going to take a quick break, you guys. I'm going to hand off the the fighting to my trainer this is yeah this is probably going to be the only time where the trainer steps in to fight for his fighter um in the ring and so yeah we're going to switch positions and uh yeah we'll yeah we'll see you guys in a couple minutes well probably right
1: welcome back to the no decision podcast it is i west and you just had our guy joy Villapando lead it off Hey, 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 let's give him a round of applause for opening up the gym. Let's go. I knew I could trust you with the keys, my man. (laughs) But let's recap some fights here. So our first fight we're going to talk about tonight is the light heavyweight fight that took place on Saturday in Mother Russia.
0: Mm.
1: The man in the division, Artur Beterbiev, entering his fight at 15-0-0 versus Germany's Adam Dynas, 19-1-1. This was a fight that took place over ESPN Free TV early day at the office for me joy 12 mm. rounds light heavyweight for arthur's ibf and wbc titles as i was watching that fight i never seen arthur Beterbiev really and gosh i was impressed he knocked Dinus down in the first round controlled the fight pretty much throughout and took him out in the 10th and yeah. biturbia is like on the wrong side of 30
0: oh absolutely i, I was about to i was going to point that out west I just found out this dude's age and I'm shocked because he looks a lot younger. He's crisp. He's very
1: crisp. And I guess that's what happens when you work out (laughs) in, um, I think it's top team right? or I forgot the gym, but it's where GSP is at. So UFC fans don't get mad at me for uh, for forgetting the gym. I think
0: he resides in uh, Montreal, Canada. Yeah. He resides
1: in Montreal and he's best friends with GSP, George St. Pierre. There you go. And you know, like, he really controlled that fight and he now wants to go out and get the other belts. He said in an interview with uh, Mark Kriegel, that what would make him very happy in the light heavyweight landscape is to have four belts and the other, he has two, the other two are still out there. They're so joy. Yeah,
0: they're vacant, right? Yeah. So
1: yeah, they're vacant. And I think Joe Smith, so our countryman, Joe Smith is going to be fighting for one of those belts. Yeah. And how does this, uh, how does this set up the landscape in the light heavyweight division, uh, given that Archer Bortyov just um, ding-donged Adam Dynas? So ding-dong alert! Artur uh, improves to sixteen and zero, while Adam Dinas falls to nineteen and two. So yeah, how does this help the light heavyweight landscape?
0: Oh, one quick, uh, Wes. There was a moment in the fight where Artur uh, and Dinas was just um, exchanging punches but it didn't seem like it, it was affecting Batervia at all but no like, <laughs> like I know what you're
1: talking about I was yeah, like yeah. what
0: in the world is going on here <laughs> uh i will say Batervia reminds me of Triple G just a little bit right like he'll he'll take all the punches he you could throw at him but he he'll just return one bigger one but uh yeah uh to answer your uh question Wes, it the, the, the doesn't seem to be anyone that can challenge Baturviev at the moment right in that division because we've seen the uh, light heavyweight division it's it's not filled with big names right and Baturviev seems to be the biggest name in the in the light heavyweight division the the thing is right like the yeah there's just other than Smith uh Bivol there isn't just a lot of big names that could challenge him so i wouldn't Jean be surprised john pascal john pascal as well i wouldn't be surprised if he does take pretty much he makes the the belts linear right like he just takes all of them so yeah uh, i think the landscape is pretty much set for peterviev to take right oh absolutely and you know,
1: I will also admit one of my favorite uh, up and coming guys is in the light heavyweight division. I think he's a top ten, uh, Joshua Buatsi, out of mm. the UK, uh, part time the zone host. So shout out to the to the boy, Joshua Buatsi. But hey, yeah, no, um, yeah, I could see Baturbia actually making it lineal. Um, I would love to see Joe Smith Jr. give him a challenge. Mm. Um, and then of course, you know, there's guys like John Pascal, there's Badu Jack who we seen in the Mike Tyson card. Yeah. Still got it. Still got it. You know, and yeah, I'm interested to see. And the funny thing joy is that there is, there are, there is, there was a question that was asked of Baturbeev. If this particular fight came along, would he take it? And I believe from what I remember, he kind of gave a bit of a noncommittal answer, but that particular fight happened to be, the super middleweight champion of the world, Canelo Alvarez. Mm. But let's not focus on that right now. (laughs) Congratulations to Arthur Beterbiev for beating the brakes off of Adam Dynas, who was game. (laughs) Yeah. He almost went the distance with him. But Beterbiev showed why he's still a boss in the
0: division. Absolutely. Absolutely. Round
1: four, we're going to cover one of my guys, Lawrence Okoli. 15-0-0 versus Christoph Glovaki of poland 31 2 0 right 12 rounds to zone for the wbo title cruiserweight vacant right and okoli actually controlled the fight from the beginning he mm. was worth all the hype and he k-o'd uh glovaki in the sixth round uh he could not beat the count it was a very clean shot to the dome momentum there's a pure ding dong alert right but other than that, it was a very beautiful fight by Lawrence O'Coley. So Joy, WBO champion, Lawrence O'Coley, 16-0 and 0 now. While Glovaki falls to 31 3 0. Cruiserweight landscape. Is he the next best thing? Is he the man?
0: Oh. I'm yes. I think he is. Uh it, it was it was a stunning display, right? But I um, mean we also have to you know, put into into factor here that his opponent was put on there for the very last moment, right? And the last time uh Glovaki, uh fought was I think in twenty nineteen, right? So like yeah, it, it was it was it was pretty it was quite a long time. So yeah. Uh but I do think that he kind of rules this division as well. This is one of those divisions where there there isn't a lot of big names, Wes, right? We've kind of spoken about this like like boxing seems to have divisions where you have the biggest names right now, Walter weight, heavyweight, cruiserweight, you know, it's the one in between light heavy and heavy, which, you know, yeah, it's kind of confusing if you're if you're new to boxing, but yeah, uh this is one of those divisions where I mean, the top 10 fighters, I, I couldn't name off the top of my head, right? And so I, if if Cruiserweight is uh, where he's going to stay, which I don't think so, I think he's actually going to move up. I think there's probably going to be opportunities for him to move up. Another UK fighter, you know, fighting in the heavyweight division, could you imagine? Uh, but yeah, um, you know, other than that, Morris Biedris, be- Biedris it's probably his next target breeders right? Bredis, yeah
1: right yeah no that's actually a very good matchup to make i feel right. and his promoter eddie hearn i think is more than capable of making that happen and what i love about lawrence acoli is that he has a very very wonderful story mm. and very very high expectations of himself um His story. So at one point, he said that during the London Olympics, so 2012, he said, and this is a big guy, he's six foot five. Right. But he said back in 2012, he was obese. He was working at a McDonald's. Right. Not too far from where the Olympic Games were being played. And he saw Anthony Joshua get glory in the Olympics. Right. And, you know, both guys happen to be uh, British-Nigerian. And Okoli thought to himself that, yeah, I can do that too. So he got in the gym. Not too much of an amateur record, but, dude, the guy is a champion in 16 professional fights. Yeah. Amazing. And he's in great shape. Yeah. You know, he uses that story to fu- fuel his fire because a lot of the people thought that that he worked with that McDonald's. Didn't think it was possible. They thought he was delusional. Right. But no, 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 he he did it. And you know, he said that he wants to become a heavyweight fighter. Right. If his, his fellow countryman happens to reign supreme in Tyson Fury and Anthony Joshua. Right. So it's kind of like, oh my gosh, is Lawrence Acoli <laughs> really the next best thing? And if so, you got to give props to Eddie Hearn for finding such a talent.
0: Exactly. Right. And, and he's a
1: medalist himself, Lawrence Acoli.
0: Exactly. And I mean, he kind of you know he kind of has the same stature as Anthony Joshua, right? Maybe Anthony Joshua is a little bit more muscular, but um, yeah, Lawrence Okoye is is like he's he's tall, he's long. Uh, I will say um he needs to work a little bit more on his uh, inside game. Uh, like right now he's using his length to his advantage, using the jab, using straight um punches instead of looping hooks, uh, which I love by the way. Um, but yeah, uh, it seems as though like, um, oh, uh, he needs to work on his like inside game and then he could really, because a lot of the, the heavyweight fighters, like probably on other than Deontay Wilder, Tyson Fury and Anthony Joshua, like they're, they're more inside fighters, right? Like Andy Ruiz, he'll, he'll get on your inside. So yeah, it's, it's going to be interesting, right? Uh, I think we probably have another star coming to the heavyweight division and probably oh, making man. a huge splash.
1: Right. I can't wait. I can't wait. Um, of course, you know, I would prefer the next best thing in the heavyweight division to be American, but Hey, but hey, you know, these, these three guys, Deontay,
0: are Deontay had his
1: time. I mean, <laughs> there has to be life after Deontay, right? Right. Exactly. But other than that, you know, shouts to Lawrence, O'Coley and Artur Beterbia for getting their wins. Right. Keep going gentlemen. and, We've reached the end of our show. Very quick one for a rounder, but I wanted to make a quick announcement. There will be a lineup change moving forward in the No Decision podcast. You heard Joy open up the gym. What we're going to be doing from now on is actually splitting the reps. So Joy actually has a lot of experience um, in analyzing and breaking down the fight game. And I thought it would be best if I could have more of his word as opposed to just me dominating the whole show, you know, as, as far as I love in, uh, covering and writing about it, right. you know, it, it doesn't hurt to have more of that actual physical uh, extra set of eyes to help break down film and have a little bit more insight to it. And that's the point of the West Joy Show Network. We want both of our voices to be heard. Right. And yeah, so moving forward, you're going to see Joy and I take rounds and um, yeah. And I hope that's going to become more enjoyable on your end. I am not going anywhere. I'm here to stay, but I'm here to also help make our shows better. And this is one of the ideas that we've come up with. I hope it's something that you all can get on board with. And uh, yeah, we will catch you all next week. You don't have to go home, uh, but you can't stay here. But for what it's worth, if you come back, Joy and I, the both of us, not just me, we'll have a fresh set of rounds for you. But until then... Enjoy the March Madness. If you're eligible, get your vaccines. Be well. And if you like racing cars, go check out our other uh, podcast, the Run It Back podcast with Joy and I, and have a great night.